Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Lamar Jackson inks his brand new deal. Lamar Jackson, five-year deal with the Baltimore Ravens, inks a new deal. And we are going to be talking about Lamar Jackson right here for the next, I don't know, hour heading into the 2023 live NFL draft coverage. Six hours straight of NFL draft coverage. And this drops right before... We're going to talk about Lamar Jackson's new fat five-year contract. The numbers are still coming out. Your boy Smitty's live here before this even. The numbers are even out. But it's a five-year deal. Lamar Jackson's back with the Baltimore Ravens right before the NFL draft. It sounds like it's going to be somewhere between 180, 170 to 100 to $200 million guaranteed. We'll find out. Those numbers are... Coming in right now, your boy Smitty's making sure we get those confirmed. Big fat deal on the way. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Yes, yes, yes. We have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Lamar Jackson is going to be a Baltimore Raven for the foreseeable future for the next five years, according to reports. And we're here for it. We're here right before the NFL draft. We're talking uh, NFL draft on top of, of everything else as we as we stroll closer and closer to that six-hour live stream where your boy is going to be live. That didn't that didn't work out. Hold on, hold on. What, what's going on here? What's my what's my system doing? Let's try this one more time. Your boy Smitty will be live for six hours. Coming up here. All right, we're we're keeping tabs on this uh, this contract. Okay, I'm going to give you the exact details here more, momentarily. I just want to make sure I got the correct numbers from uh, from the people themselves, and the numbers is five years. Lamar Jackson, five years, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, money's coming up soon. Hang tight, hang tight. Uh, Marty, what's up? Uh, Hob G's, what's going on? What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, DJ? First in the building today. D-Class, second in the building. JKL, third in the building. Positive Noah, and, and, and so on. So appreciate everybody being here. We've got 135 of you in the room. Please punch that thumb up button on your way in the door. Only 28 thumbs up. Those are rookie numbers. It all kind of started with a couple tweets like this here. Uh, we've agreed in principle on a five-year contract ex- extension with Lamar Jackson. Boom, that hits. Lamar put a little video out. Lamar said, hey, hey, officially, officially official, five-year deal. He says, uh, the next five years, there's going to be a whole lot of of, uh, of Ravens going on. You know, he's talking about that. So we that's how we got, that's how we got word that it's a five-year deal. So we're waiting on the numbers. We're waiting on the numbers. What's it mean? It means, unfortunately, like, first of all, let me give Lamar one more standing ovation for getting his bag. Congratulations, young man. Yeah. 
very, very, very excited for Lamar Jackson that he got paid. He got his fat contract. Congratulations. But but it depends on what happens with this 22 overall pick. If the Ravens draft a wide receiver at 22 overall, I'm going to be open-minded to Lamar Jackson's 2023 and beyond. I will. I'm telling you right now. I'm here committed for it. Open-minded Smitty is going to be sitting here at 22 overall going, Open-minded Smitty. Hello, everyone. My name is... My name is Smitty. I'm open-minded at 22 overall. If Zay Flowers, Quentin Johnston, one of those big-name wide receivers, maybe even Hyatt, maybe even Hyatt, lands at 22 overall, I'm a little open-minded about what, though? About Lamar being number six or seven? Yeah, yeah. Top five? No. Goes to Atlanta? Yeah. Lamar's top five. Goes to uh goes to a location like that. Top five quarterback. Top five to six quarterback. Like right right there. Him Fields is number five for sure, but I'm just saying he's got top five potential allure somewhere like Atlanta. In Baltimore, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. With Odell Beckham Jr. as his number one wide receiver, and they don't take an elite wide receiver here at 22, I'm not I'm not that on board. I think I'm open-minded to a seven or eight quarterback finish, maybe a, maybe a six or eight quarterback finish. But he is busted in Baltimore for three straight years, three of them. And I don't see a difference or a change going on and Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't do it for me. So, I, you know, it all depends on this wide receiver or non-wide receiver going at 22 overall. So hang tight on that. Hang tight. <sighs> Lamar Jackson, Inc.'s new deal with the Baltimore Ravens. Phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Lamar Jackson is coming from Shefty right this very second. We're talking about two seconds ago. Now five seconds ago. Now eight seconds ago. Brand new. Hot off the press. Let me drag it on screen. I have not even read it yet. It's brand spanking new. It says Lamar Jackson's five-year deal makes him the NFL's highest paid player right now over Jalen Hurts, who got five-year, 255 deal recently. There, that's not the number, but we're hearing that Lamar Jackson is getting paid more than Jalen Hurts. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. This is a guy not getting a single, not getting a single offer sheet. What, what was all this for? What was all this dancing around for? Ravens don't want to pay him. Ravens don't want to pay him. Ravens don't want to pay him. They toss them out to uh, the 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 offer sheet process and territory. What happens then? 
What happens when he's sitting out there in offer sheet land? No one comes after him. Not a single offer sheet. And you'd think, okay, now the Ravens are going to definitely not pay him. And then what do the Ravens do? Pay him. <laughs> it's like, what? Why? It reminds me of, it reminds me of signing Debo. Niners, uh, we're going to pay him. We'll just wait. We'll just make all this uncomfortable. Drag it out. And now the Ravens come in and pay him. Now the Ravens come in and pay him a deal. It sounds like it's going to be a five-year, 250-plus. Let's see. The, 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 the information keeps rolling in. Doing Lamar Jackson deal before the draft made sense for the Ravens. Possibly drafting a QB high gave Baltimore, in theory, leverage. I don't know because it sounds to me like the Baltimore Ravens gave him an offer they said they would never give him. If they made him the highest paid quarterback in NFL history, if they made him higher paid right here, this just came out. Lamar's five-year deal makes him the NFL's highest paid player right over Jalen Hurts, who just got a five-year, $255 million deal. What were the Ravens doing? I don't know. This is This, this is crazy. Uh, let's go to Jordan. Jordan, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Jordan. Hey, what's going on, man? I, I just got, you know, one question. Does this make the AFC North the toughest division now? Uh, no, I think, uh, I mean, you could, I mean, yeah, I, look, I, I like both. I like, there's a lot of divisions you could, you could sit here and say are the, the top division, but the AFC East to me is still the toughest, but that's me. That's me. I, I totally understand if you, you know, see the Browns a certain way. Let me drop this on screen here so everybody can, can take a glance and, and you guys can, in the comments can drop, uh, I'm a biggest fan, so. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and, yeah, I totally get, I totally get it. And it makes sense. I mean, if somebody, somebody truly believes that, uh, the North is the toughest division, then I, I get it. You know, I mean, it, like. Pittsburgh, if you like Cleveland it, it, more than I do, I could see someone thinking that because then you have four teams in that division where you feel like, you know, maybe New England's not an elite team right now to many people. So, like, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, those are phenomenal squads. Uh, New England, not not a, not a playoff contender to me unless they were to traded for J Lamar Jackson, which is now off the table. Bengals, Ravens. Steelers, you could argue very similar. You could, and if you believe in the Browns, then you got four four squads there that are making that a tough division. So I get it, bro. It, me personally, I think this is the toughest division of football, just because I think these three teams are 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 just going to be so strong. But I mean, it depends on the Ravens. The Ravens, to me, every year bust. So you know, I I worry about this situation. If there's no wide receiver aside from Odell Beckham Jr. being handed to Lamar Jackson, because I don't believe Odell Beckham Jr. is the answer. I guess we also got to say, though, if Odell does somehow stay healthy all year and doesn't play like the best wide receiver in the world, but he's pretty decent, and Andrews is back healthy, and J.K. is healthy, may maybe it is a better squad overall than it's ever been. But, you know, I just feel like they, they run Lamar into the ground. This is a new offense. Munkin's installing a new offense. He's a new offensive coordinator. So it's not like Lamar's going back to the same old, same old. If they draft Zay Flowers, they draft Quentin Johnson, they add a new component with a new offensive coordinator that might have a new direction and say, let's get Lamar some wide receivers. Maybe there is some hope here. That's why I say I'm open-minded. If, if Munkin knows what he's doing and Munkin wants to set Lamar up for success, bro, this could be different. 
This could be different in Baltimore. I might actually be more on board and excited for Lamar and anybody that's, you know, a prospective Lamar own, uh, owner or a Ravens fan. You know, we're talking we're talking about maybe a different situation. Munkin's the new component here because Munkin's putting in a new offense. Maybe that new offense won't have Lamar running a ton. Maybe that new offense will need that rookie wide receiver. What do you what are you thinking, bro? What are you thinking? No, I mean they, they still have Bateman. They still have Bateman. Um, I think he got he got injured, right? At the end of the season. What? No, I was saying they still have Bateman. So they still have yeah, you know, but... they just need one more. I think they're probably one more piece away. To be honest with you. You know, I, I like I, I, don't, I don't think Beckham at his age, I don't I don't I don't, I, I don't trust him even being healthy for a full season. Let me let me put it this way. I like the Ravens a ton more with Lamar than without him. That's for sure. You know, like Steven came in here. Steven came here the other day, or like a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever, saying that he, you know, thinks they'll be fine. I'm like, what do you mean they're going to be fine? Like, I think Baltimore is a bus location for Lamar unless they make certain moves. But Baltimore is going to crumble into little tiny pieces if they don't have Lamar. Like that, and Steven's like, no, he'll be okay. And, and I admit, I, I've liked Huntley in the past, but, you know, it's just not the same. So it's uh, good. It's good. It's, yeah, it's good that this is happening for Baltimore Ravens fans. And, and to be honest, I don't, if they do the right things with the NFL draft selections, and Mun- Munkin is the real deal and installs an offense that, protects Lamar because that's the big component here that, that we're not talking about is that if Munkin protects Lamar and builds around Lamar and keeps Lamar safe and healthy and and doing Lamar things but in in good ways like you can't hold Lamar back you have to let Lamar be Lamar we've seen the Ravens before try and hold Lamar back and it didn't work out very well the the, the offense crumbled they had to switch back to what they didn't want to do and the Ravens have done this every year bro They've continuously, continuously, continuously. Thank you for being YouTube exclusive members. Appreciate you. They've continuously, bro, tried to do something different going into a season, and they've had to back off it because it wasn't going to work. They, we're going to run heavy. We're going to go run heavy. Hey, we're going to run. We're going to make Lamar stay in the pocket. You can't make Lamar do anything. You need to make sure the offense is built around Lamar being Lamar. Like, for sure. You cannot mess around with this whole, let's control Lamar and, and not allow Lamar to run. And But you also have to not have design runs that have this man running to the tune of 220 times a season. He needs to run like 160, 150. You know, 165. Appreciate you, Kevin. I'm going to get to these Super Chats in a second. File them all in. All in. But, I mean... This is this is pretty crazy. We should have seen this coming, and we kind of did once Odell signed with the Ravens. They were doing a little yep. you know song and dance on Instagram together. Then it felt like that might have been a, a show, a facade. But then you got to wonder, like you know, in hindsight, why would it have been? Like, why would Lamar do that to Odell? And why would Odell participate in this fake song and dance to get Lamar a deal? I don't know. Odell genuinely signed, hoping he would have Lamar as his quarterback. He said that I. I'm going to expect this works out. They celebrated in video fashion on FaceTime, and that was posted on their Instagrams. It was pretty easy at that point to, to anticipate this happening, but then it went silent, and then we didn't hear anything, and then it felt like, okay, maybe this won't happen. Uh, James Brown of Fantasy Football, 
I'm the James Brown of fantasy football. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate your super chat, young man. To the moon. To the, to the moon. moon, my guy. Uh, hold on one no, second. Thank you. Uh, and, and then AFC. Stay right there, bro. Hold on. Uh, AFC North, the grittiest division in football. You know, I can understand that. I can understand that. I know anybody that believes in the Steelers and the Browns, especially if you believe in both of those teams, you're going to see the AFC North as the toughest division of football. Why? Because Joe Burrow and the Bengals are winning the the division. They're going to be potential Super Bowl uh, uh, champions in 2023. Uh, so I can see how you think, okay, this team, this 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 Bengals division, this Bengals led division is the best division of football. I can understand it. Don't worry, Ron Navy's on hold in a in an order here. He's coming up to defend his Steelers. Don't worry. But this Bengal team, this Bengal team's on on its way. Uh, hang tight there for me, Jordan. Uh, next up was Adam, then Ron Navy. Adam, what are you thinking here? Hey, what's up, Smith? What's up, my guy? What's going on? A uh, little door dashing, and then I get this news about uh, Lamar, and I was like, uh, Smitty should be going live here in about any five minutes, and there you were right on cue. There I am, bro. I Look, I work for everybody watching right now. I work for every single one of you people watching. Hold on one second, Adam. We got the numbers. The numbers are in. It's in the 260 uh, mil range. Hold on. <laughs> Dragging on screen. It's a five-year deal for $260 million for Lamar, the highest-paid QB in NFL history and in the in the NFL. We don't know what the guaranteed money is looking like yet. I imagine that this guaranteed money is above Jalen Hurts' guaranteed money. We're going to find out real soon, so hang tight as we, we wait on that. That's crazy. So that's right there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Adam. What did you want to add? Then we're going to go over to Ron Navy. Then we're going to go over to Mike. Adam, Adam go. I was just going to. I was. I was just going to say that this should really make it probably even more likely that five quarterbacks go in the first round this today. You know. You know what's crazy? Because I, now Lamar's not out there no more. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. You know what's crazy? This this roller coaster ride of quarterback up and down. Where are they going to go? How high are they going to go? It's been insane. And this right here is going to, as you just mentioned, but even more so, throw a wrench back into what we thought. Like here it is, Hendon Hooker. Hendon the the why are the quarterbacks all jostled around and getting messed around now? One big reason is Hendon Hooker. What, Smitty? How could you say a guy coming back from a torn ACL? His name is Hennon Hooker is turning the quarterback market upside down in the NFL draft because this man, Hennon Hooker, would have been arguably the third highest ranked quarterback, maybe some would say second in this entire draft class with Stroud dropping due to all the mental concerns people have, the cognition, the processing, whether you agree with it or not, with that entered into this equation... Hooker may have jumped into the number two spot if he was fully healthy. I think it's very important to note how highly regarded this kid was. News came out yesterday that said Hennon Hooker, where's this news? Let me see if I can find it and drag it on screen. Hennon Hooker, news, where are you when I need you? Uh. Anyway, I'll, I'll find it real quickly and, and throw it on screen. But Hennon Hooker is reportedly, here it is, here it is, right here. Close to he's cleared for a hundred percent by September one, and and the thought process that was confirmed earlier today that 
he could be ready for week one. That's about when he'll be cleared. So any team looking to have their quarterback, Hennon Hooker can be that guy in year one. He does, He's no longer a midseason returning quarterback project. Because if you think about the way Hennon Hooker felt as a first-round pick months ago, it was like uh, any team that has a quarterback now like Jimmy G, they may draft Hennon Hooker for 2024. That's what everybody kind of thought. Even me, everybody, because we didn't really know um, where it was at in his progress. But now that he could be cleared for week one, and he's a quarterback, he's not an RB, you can go out there at a lot less than 100% and still protect it with the brace, not have a huge uh, risk of injury. There could be some swelling and things like that that he's got to work through. But as a quarterback, you can go out there. Tom Brady, we've had a lot of quarterbacks that have gone out there their first year back and had a really good Joe Burrow first season. So Hen and Hooker getting out there on, on, on week one, for week one, is huge. And that jostles up all of this because a team sitting there like the Falcons at eight or the Raiders at seven, or the Colts at four, or the Seahawks at five that maybe don't believe in Geno like we thought they did. Their contract, the contract says they believe in him, but this team wants Anthony Richardson bad, bad. So like all all these spots that were like, okay, we better trade up. We better go get this number three overall pick from the Cardinals. Uh, Texans better take a quarterback. Colts better take a quarter. If they're lucky, they get a quarterback because someone's trading into this three spot to grab the third quarterback. So the Colts are going to get the scraps. This pressure that was there at the beginning of the draft has now subsided because you've got Hen and Hooker dancing in the 18 to 21 range. At least he did right away. Now he's climbing into the top 15, I think. So now you have these teams that are pr high pressure to trade up are no longer high pressure to trade up. Now the Texans are talking about not going quarterback because of all the negative talk around Stroud. Maybe that's smoke. Maybe they still take Stroud. I still think there's a real strong chance they do. Cardinals may not be able to trade out. They're not taking quarterback. Colts are second-guessing what they want. Seahawks probably still take Anthony Richardson, but you never know because they got the 20 overall pick, and maybe they think Hennon Hooker's falling to 20. And let me tell you something. I love Hennon Hooker in Seattle. I think that's a phenomenal landing spot because you do have that whole let's let him progress slowly, right? And and then and then we have Gino in there for sure in week one. That's not going to change. So I mean, the, the Hen and Hooker has tossed a, a monkey wrench into the situation for all these quarterback landing spots and valuations and how to project what's going to happen. Quarterback's going to be crazy. But what you did say, uh, I forget who am I talking to? It was uh, I think he hung up. I think he hung up. It might have been Adam. But uh, the quarterback position, definitely going to be hard to predict now. But this now does make it to where these teams thinking Lamar would have been at the other end of the rainbow after the, the NFL draft. The offer sheet process could maybe be there for them. This is why you did it. This is why you should have come in and not, remember I said, these teams like New England, these teams like Washington and Tennessee, who I didn't, I didn't want Lamar there anyway. But they were going to play around and wait till they got through the NFL draft on the other side and said, okay, now let's throw an offer sheet down. It wasn't worth holding on to the 14 overall pick. The New England Patriots should have pounced when this was rocky waters for Lamar and the Ravens, but they didn't. Teams sat on their hands. Very shocking to me that no team offered an offer sheet to Lamar for Lamar. Maybe we end up hearing a little later that it was very evident Lamar was going back to Baltimore, which a lot of people will say they felt that way, but it didn't feel that way. 
and and that might be why teams didn't want to do the upwork front the front work on here. Here's the contract, and then the Baltimore Ravens come in and say, "Thank you for drafting up a nice little contract for us. We'll go ahead and take this one right now." That's why a lot of people say they didn't put an offer sheet out. But I don't know. I think that's a stupid, lazy way of saying the team's not going to go after Lamar because they're worried about doing some contract work. Like, come on, give me a break. Teams dropped the ball. Teams that could have had Lamar waited too long, and now he's gone. And I'm shocked that the Baltimore Ravens like actually went through this whole process for nothing. If they were going to pay the man, they should have just, you know, this is crazy. But uh, let's go over to the Bruce. No, I'm sorry, Ron Navy. Ron Navy, you're live. What's up, Smitty? What's up, man? Yeah, who, who, who says Lamar needs a, an agent now? <laughs> Old mom got it done, didn't she? She did pull through. She did pull. She did pull through. Yeah, you know that's that is it's a good point. It's a good point, but I think I think a lot of people will still say, "Did he pave the way for me?" No, because I don't want to do all that. Like, who wants? What player has time to do what Lamar just went through? All this enduring, all the stress. But you're right. I mean. Well, I think it'll be interesting when we figure out the calculation as to what the exact amount is that he'd save. Like once we know what his guaranteed money is, it will be interesting to know if it, if it and it will sound worth it at the end of the day. But I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Whoever's got their TV on, can you mute yourself? Because you got the big, big loud, you got something going on in the background. Who is that? That was the Bruce. No, it was Mike. Mike, 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 Mike bailed, Mike. I don't know what Mike was doing there. Mike was running a whole broadcast in the background of the of the show there. Okay, uh, Ron Navy, what else you got? Here's what I think happened. I think that yes, teams were teams were waiting. Okay, and I think like team like Houston. I, I think I think Houston because all the talk came up that Houston was like thinking about not taking a quarterback. I think Houston might have had something going, and I think Baltimore caught wind of it. And I think that that Baltimore got scared and said, "All right, let, let's. We don't want to lose them. We really don't have a, 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 a. There's no chance for us to get a quarterback. I mean, we're Thanks, Jake. yeah, we got Huntley, but Lamar's so much better. Let's just get it done and save ourselves the headache of other teams coming in after the draft and and even raising the price higher than we want to go. So let's just give him what he wants and secure him down." That way we're good to go. And I think Baltimore got scared. I think Baltimore got scared, and that's why you see them. You saw them. Yeah. I, I, I think La- I think Lamar got a little lucky that they got scared then, if that's what you're saying. And I, I think there's, there's, some truth, there's some truth to that. But I personally think that this, this is not – they've it, it all is contingent on what the Ravens do – at 22 overall if they go back to the old we're not going to grab a a wide receiver we already did that we got Odell and part of that is on part of that is on Lamar like this was one of Lamar's requests maybe another request was to get a wide receiver 22 and that's in the discussion and it's already locked and loaded like if he said I'll come back if you take Zay Flowers Quentin Johnson Jordan Addison or JSN and JSN will not be there but if that was the case bro then, uh, then I, then I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be excited. I'm open-minded to wait. I don't want to jump to conclusions on what Baltimore does today because all we gotta do is wait. 
All we got to do is wait. We're, we're at the doorstep of knowing whether they're going to take a wide receiver. So I'm going to be very, very... Um, we got we got rumors that there's some 180 plus fully guaranteed dollars coming in. We're gonna we're gonna wait and see on, until we got an official report. Um, I, right. I I think that if they go wide receiver, which I'm open minded to waiting to see, then that shows me that Lamar a knows what he's doing by saying you take a wide receiver there, or uh, I'm not signing this deal. B the Ravens are fully committed, and Munkin knows what he's doing to build around Lamar properly. If if Odell was the answer, and that's all Lamar wanted, that's all the Ravens plan to do. This is not going to end like people think. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, now Slim wants me to apologize to Lamar's mother. I think that's I think that's kind of fair. I, I think that's fair. You know, I, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. it. I'll do it. Hold on. Hold on, hang tight. Mama Lamar, I just want to say after after tasting your meatloaf the other day when you served that that meatloaf to everybody that was in the audience here and and, and we doubted your skills to negotiate a quarter billion dollar deal. I I was wrong. I was wrong. I you know, I did say my mom can return a year old piece of meat she left in the refrigerator. To the store, just talking the the manager's ear off. She did. This is a true story. I've told it before. My mom took a year old piece of meat she forgot was in the fridge, and she returned it and said it tasted funny. She cooked it too. She cooked it. The man. She tried to make the man taste it. She tried to shove a piece of the meat in the man's mouth, and the guy was like, "Okay, okay, I'll just return it." She returned a year old piece of meat. I should have known Mama Power was a little stronger. Than this, and I owe Mama Lamar an apology. She got it done. And if anybody needs an agent, Lamar Jackson's mother is available for hire. This woman is the best agent in the National Football League. Mama Jackson. I mean, th- this 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 woman concocted the best trade. Or, I mean, sorry, the best deal we've seen. In NFL history, <laughs> like the, what? Like you know how they say AI is going to take out a lot of jobs. AI is replacing every job. Artificial intelligence is here to take everyone's job. Mama Lamar is here to take all the agent jobs out there. What good is having an agent at this point? Mama Lamar says all you got to do is just get get one of those yellow phones in the fridge, one of the rotary ones. Put it right by the pot of meatloaf that's brewing and cooking and steaming all night long and you just wait you wait there with the cloth on the kitchen table you know i I picture her smoking a cigarette just waiting for the phone call in the middle of the night and i bet you the ravens called a couple times and she said hello and they said we're not interested (laughs) play a hardball play a hardball mama lamar uh yeah do I think this paves a new way for players? I don't know that a lot of players are interested in doing what Lamar did. I think that's the moral of the story. Mom must have had everyone over for spaghetti dinner, says Jack. Appreciate you with the super chat. Uh, Jack Jack of all trades doing Jack of all trades things. Uh, Smitty, appreciate that. And then what was the other one? AFC North, grittiest division. Okay, thank you for those super chats, guys. Appreciate you very, very much. Hey. Also, don't forget to give Taddy another shout out because those exclusive members he gifted another five earlier. Oh God, Taddy, Taddy to the moon. Taddy to the moon. Taddy to the moon. Taddy, appreciate you. Uh, you're Smitty. 
just been. So, so is Mama Lamar. Mama Lamar, Smitty approved as well. Um, what else are we doing here? Hundred eighty. I have to agree with Lamar coming back. It, it does make the AFC North. Uh, um, I mean, I put it right up there. Yeah. With the uh, AFC. I mean, it, it's up there for sure. Like, I, I don't want to throw any sh- disrespect on it. I'm not saying it's not in the conversation. I, I just, I still think this is, go ahead. Vamp's back. Hey, Vamp, welcome back, brother. Vampy, yeah, I, I reached out to, I've reached out to a couple people. I reached out to Vamp and I said, Vamp, you need to get in here. Like, where, where are you at, Vamp? 13 month membership, uh, 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 celebration here for Vampy. Uh, moms for the W. Vamp. Where you been, bro? Where you been? Um, mashed potato for Vamp. Moonshot for Vamp. Vamp, appreciate you being here. Um, yeah. Mama Lamar just made $7.8 million. That's 3% agent fee. Might be. Might be the case. Seven point eight. I wonder if she's collecting that. I wonder if Lamar says, Mama, you're getting seven point eight. My only thing would be that if this was the agent fee, like the team would be willing to up the deal is my hope. I don't think my argument really actually goes to the wayside or anything. The team would be willing to up the amount given to just get it done. You know what I mean? To like, let's get some good communication here. Just because Lamar didn't get his trade out of Baltimore ultimately doesn't mean that I feel like this was a win for him. I think out of Baltimore was the best option for him. So I don't know that this, he didn't get a trade. He didn't get a trade. He didn't get a an offer sheet. I think his process didn't succeed. I think he went back to Baltimore. Like, you could say he went back to Baltimore. And like Ron said, Baltimore was so worried about everything. They just, they gave him what he wanted. But I don't know that I would ring the bell as if this thing was a huge success. Like, in that he was able to get out. It feels like he went back. It feels like he just, I'm, it, it sounded like he kind of wanted to stay, though. So I wouldn't say like he tucked his tail between his legs, went back and got the biggest contract ever in the history of the NFL. Yeah. I really feel like, I, like you I know, honestly feel that Houston had something to do with this, and and now because we had all the talk that Houston was going to not take a quarterback, now I think that this happened. I think Houston definitely takes a quarterback. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard for it's hard for me to be negative on somebody that just inked the biggest contract in NFL history. If Baltimore doesn't do the right thing and get a receiver today, or you know, do that, Lamar got the deal he was looking for. So, um, you know, I mean, if it's going to be the same old Baltimore doing the same old stuff. I mean, he signed the contract. He's stuck there for the yeah. next five years, so there's no complaining. So that, that's that's He's that's that's, that's all I'm saying is I'm patiently waiting the draft, which is approaching very very soon, and you're all going to be here six straight oh. hours of live draft coverage, beginning at our normal Monday through Friday time at 7 p.m. Eastern. That ironically lines up perfectly hour before the draft. We go live through the draft. And we go live after the draft. Six hours straight of coverage beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. So every single one of you, all 212 of you, better be here for the live draft party coverage. Live watch party draft tracker on screen. I've got it right here. Here's the draft. No, where? Where's the draft tracker? Hold on. I got it somewhere. Uh, Where's my draft tracker? I think it's right here. Here's my draft tracker on screen. Look at this beautiful thing right here. 
So we're going to drag, you know, the offensive players into their spots. We're going to keep track of the defensive players. Obviously, I've, you know, I started to to uh, compile names, and we're going to start putting those in their draft slot locations. But this is the live draft tracker. It's happening during the entire first round. So I need everybody to be here, every single one of you to be here. But we will find out if this is actually a good thing. Again, Lamar Jackson didn't. He did accomplish what he wanted, getting his own deal, having no agent, got the the most money of any quarterback in in the NFL, which means Joe Burrow is going to get an absolute monstrous contract. Get Joe Burrow coming up soon. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. I can't imagine what Burrow's contract is going to look like. I do you remember Burrow. Look, Joe, Joe Burrow's next. I, I, I imagine. Okay, so here's uh, here's the deal. Let me see if I can. Uh, um, Ravens entered the draft with around four million in cap space, including Lamar's thirty-two point four million franchise tag number. Will be lessened with the new deal. Space for a wide receiver. Okay, so let's let me put that on screen here. We can we can discuss that. One second. Let me drop that. I got another piece of news breaking right here. Um, all of it is Lamar Jackson related. This one right here. Okay, we don't have anything really new yet. Um, this this is the newest piece of info right here. I think my food's here too. Miss Smitty ordered me food. Uh, right here. Around $4 million in cap space, including Lamar's $32.4 million franchise tag number, will be lessened with the new deal. Meaning that they're going to do, do some sort of team-friendly deal. Upfront money, obviously. The salary portion of year one will be low. Remember, remember Watson's contract. Watson got, I believe, forty-seven or forty-eight million dollars per year on his five-year deal. Ladies and gentlemen, forty-eight million dollars per year guaranteed for five years. That's what Watson got. That's what caused all this. And 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 so, but if you remember Watson's deal, he got his first forty-seven million in an upfront guaranteed bonus signing bonus. And then his salary for year one was one million dollars, so his forty-eight million was divided into forty-seven and one, and so the the Ravens are probably looking at something similar structured to where year one is more of a, a signing bonus in advance, his salary smaller. Year two, three, four salary increases, dead caps going to potentially be huge. But we'll look at all that once the numbers officially come in. But space for a wide receiver. If Lamar Jackson said. I want a wide receiver and I want a wide receiver now. Then I'm going to be I'm going to be impressed by this whole situation and we're going to have not, not only the division ranked a little higher like everyone's saying that they believe right now they have the the, the north higher ranked now obviously cuz Lamar's back in it but I will also be very very intrigued by Lamar's value and fantasy if he gets a Zay Flowers. If he gets a Zay Flowers, that's a good place for Zay to be cuz I don't believe in Odell and we saw what Hollywood Brown could do. We we know Lamar can throw the ball when he has a good wide receiver. I think people are way too down on this kid's um, ability to improve and be accurate. Uh, here's the official uh, one minute ago from Adam Schefter. $185 million guaranteed, which is what we've been kind of uh, anticipating for the last like four or five minutes. But we, I wanted to wait until it was officially official. Here is the official numbers from Adam Schefter. Lamar Jackson compensation update. Lamar Jackson's five-year deal is worth $260 million, as previously reported for the last, what, 38 minutes. 
uh, including, here's the official guaranteed number, $185 million guaranteed per sources. On an average per year basis, it makes Jackson the NFL's new highest paid quarterback. Congratulations, Lamar Jackson and Mama Lamar for doing what you said you would do, which was get Lamar Jackson not only paid, but paid without an agent. Mama Lamar to the moon. I do owe her an apology. I don't know that this is a better situation, though. It depends on this number 22 overall pick. If Lamar gets his wide receiver there, I'm going to be way, way, way more on board of saying that, you know what, this is going to work out pretty well. They don't go wide receiver. I don't know that much has changed other than he got his big fat payday, you know, which Mama Lamar did. It pushes it pushes Andrew's value back up the board. Does where it does? The uncertainty Andrew was down, so it does. Uh, there you a- go. Andrews goes back to what, like t- bottom of third? Uh, let's go over to Jake the Snake. Jake, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show, and then the Bruce. Yeah, congratulations to Lamar and his mother. Uh, I wish that I could have someone to break his contract the way she does in my life. That would be nice. Um, I know. And secondly, I don't think this changes anything for the AFC North. This is going to be a dogfight between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. They'll just be Jake's you know, they'll just be big others. Browns delusional believers. You know, they exist, but who cares? That type of vibe. Yeah. Hey, Jake, I have a question for you. What's more likely? You yeah. walk into a, a Kmart, you know, or or a Walmart. And you see those the, the rack of jerseys on sale. What's more likely? You see a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey, a Baltimore Ravens jersey, a Bengal jersey, or a, a Cleveland Brown jersey? Wh- which one's most likely in that? Like you know, twenty five or fifty percent off. Buy four, get eight free. Well, that's just because the Browns have terrible designs. Like, okay. I mean, who would want to wear one of those jerseys to yeah. begin with? But the talent on the roster is clearly okay. The first or second best in the division. Um, let's go over to the Brucey real quick. Brucey, what are you feeling right now, bro? Uh, <clears throat> my whole thing is, yes, Lamar turned down three years, $133 million guaranteed. But what if this was all like, you know what? I'm going to wait. I might not sign an offer sheet, but I'm going to wait for these other quarterbacks, for the first quarterback to get a big contract and say, this is what I want. I don't want a receiver. I don't want this. You see how hurt signed now. I want that kind of money. Yeah, you know it would be interesting maybe, to see. This is being reported as 185 fully guaranteed, but some of these reports have been a little bit inconsistent when they report 133 fully guaranteed or 100, you know, 75 fully guaranteed with the injury clause part put into it. Uh, Hertz was Hertz's guaranteed money was spoken to, I think, in fully guaranteed injury clause stuff like that when it was initially coming out. So it'd be interesting to see how far off this is from the three-year one thirty-three fully guaranteed, which in in a sense could still be one of those contracts that you might want to look at over this one because you can re-up after two years and take advantage of an increased salary cap. You could take advantage of Joe Burrow's contract being out of the way, Hertz's contract being out of the way. These contracts are going to just inch up and up and up and up. So after Burrow signs, after Herbert signs, and, and Lamar's got his, let's say, his 30, 133 fully guaranteed for three years, who's to say he wasn't going to be in prime position 
two years from now to re-up with the Ravens or get some new. So, like, I, I still think maybe Lamar, there was some regret for Lamar. Um, you know, not taking what he floated out there to be a bad offer. And everyone's like, Lamar, that's not a bad offer. And maybe he had some regret. The Ravens had some scared, you know, regret-filled feelings going on with, you know, this whole process. I think maybe they felt very fortunate. No one had offered an offer sheet yet because they weren't prepared to say goodbye or they weren't sure what they wanted to do. Um, they re-signed Huntley, I wow. think, in a little bit of a panic. Not that that was, not a, that was a good move anyway because Huntley... You know, whenever you have a quarterback, you want to have your backup very much mirror the the play of that quarterback. That way your offense can stay the same if something happens. Um, so they needed to bring Huntley back, but you could tell that it was like no one knew where this was going to go, including, I believe, Lamar and Baltimore. And like Ron said, the Ravens probably got a little worried. They got they became a little bit of a petrified Peter type of, of action going on. Worried about what happens on the other end of this draft. Maybe they're hearing buzz that we were going to hear, like the Colts, and we might hear this soon, that, oh, my God, the Colts were really going to go hardcore after Lamar, and they were going to pass on a quarterback, and then they were going to think about it from this perspective, too. If, 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 if you say, what's a motivation for the Ravens to do this now, if the Colts skip on drafting a quarterback, if the Texans skip on drafting a quarterback, what, what does that mean? They're fully committed maybe to the Lamar Jackson offer sheet path. And they fully could have given Lamar way more than the Ravens would. And so the Ravens, if anybody thinks that the Ravens just did this for themselves to know what they need to draft, they did this in a defensive move too. Because if these teams passed on a quarterback, they were going to go no matter what all in on Lamar and it would have been a potential bidding war. So the Ravens probably said to themselves, crap. This could backfire on us if we let it go through the NFL draft because these teams will fully commit going Lamar Jackson if they pass on a, a rookie QB. So similar to the, I forget who said it on the other the other caller, that this now almost makes it to where these quarterbacks are going to for sure go high again because are the Texans, the Colts, um, all these teams going to really pass on a quarterback now with no Lamar Jackson on the other side of the rainbow? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it makes it very much more likely that Texans kind of rethink, okay, we were in a we were in a little like drunken bender last night, having some bright Jerry Maguire moments. We're writing memos about how we can we don't have to go quarterback right here. We got something on the other side of the rainbow that we're gonna attack after the draft, or hey, uh Colts, quiet. We're going after Lamar offer sheet in inbound Lamar. Get ready. We're loading the offer sheet up after the draft. We're going to spend this pick on a JSN. We're going to move it down a little, take JSN. Now all of that is off the table, and I believe what Ron said is partially true. The Ravens were afraid of what was on the other side of the NFL draft because these teams were fully going to commit to not having a quarterback in this draft, and you can't go back from that. You can't go back from that. Similar to the Jets not being able to really fully come back from where they were headed if they didn't bring Aaron Rodgers in and didn't offer this conditional first-rounder to the Jets. They had nowhere to go. So they had to go all in. They had to go all in. These teams would have had to do that if they passed on a quarterback. So there's a whole lot going on here. And 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 at the end of the day, my my uh, assessment is I am open-minded to liking this spot for Lamar, but it has to come via the NFL draft, number 22 overall pick. What do the Baltimore Ravens do with it? If they go after even Quentin Johnson, even Hyatt, Let's say Hyatt goes before Quentin Johnson. Very possible. Hyatt is climbing a lot of draft boards right now. He has been tagged as one of the top five uh, late last second, 11th hour sleeper climbers in the first round. 
And so wouldn't shock me in the slightest if Hyatt was a Baltimore Raven. And that would be a good move for the Ravens. He is a good enough receiver. He's got a lot of good skill sets. I've I've kind of made fun of the way he like runs kind of forward. You know, like he, he's probably a lot taller than he looks, but when he runs, he like lowers his head. But this dude's a quick kid. He went out and 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 put on a show in his uh in his workout for a lot of different teams and 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 showed a lot of speed, precision, good route running. Hyatt reminds me of one of those players, like I always say, the NFL. You don't know what you're gonna get. And and there's a on my Instagram stories, I posted a clip of Jalen Hurts saying the interviewer says, Hey Jalen, how did you feel when you were benched for Tua in the second half? And and they they hand, they hand the mic over to to Hertz, and it's crazy watching Hertz answer this question because he says it with a bunch of like enthusiasm, and he's such a good dude. Hertz goes, "I told him to go out there, like in in so many words, go out there and, and kill it, you know." And like, how does it feel that you're a bench? He's like, "Look, you know, he, he didn't he, he didn't make a big deal out of it, but you you start to realize how important it is to keep an open mind to a player getting better at the NFL level, you know. So if if you have Jalen Hurts sitting here getting benched for Tua, and you're drawing conclusions that Tua will be better than Jalen Hurts in the in the NFL. You don't really know. You don't really know. Tua did look better coming out of college. He did. Just like Johnny Football looked great coming out of college. Tim Tebow looked good coming out of college. And Tom Brady, no one even knew who he was. So, like, the NFL has a tendency, especially with QBs over other positions, to turn you into something you may never have been projected to turn into. But I think it's just important to keep that in mind all over because a guy like Hyatt, for example, might be better than any of us ever imagine because he's got the foundation, the drive, the grit, and then the situation mixed with it. And Baltimore would be pretty good for Hyatt. I just think Hyatt could be a guy that goes the, like he's the third wide receiver taken and Quentin Johnson falls. Quentin Johnson could go high to someone like the Chargers or he could go to the Texans at 12 because he would be very good with Stroud if JSN ends up going early. Um, whole lot going on here. Whole lot going on here. Uh, let's go over to let's go over to the Bruce real quick and then to Tyler. Uh, you know, the other thing I'm thinking is maybe he said, look, I ain't going to listen to any offer sheet you bring me to Odell and you draft me a receiver. And maybe he wanted this offensive coordinator in there. We don't know. Maybe his other thinking was, I want this offensive coordinator guy, you know, and maybe he, they, the 31 other teams found out, Hey, he's only playing bluff with the Ravens. So they're like, why even give him a, uh, offer sheet? Yeah. I mean, bro, it's, it's, uh, you know, there's gonna be a lot of speculation over the course of the next, you know, 24 hours. I think we're going to have to let some of it get lost in the NFL draft stuff. But yeah, fully guaranteed $185 million. Um, this is uh, this is exciting because of, of the and, last second spin it puts on the quarterback market inside a, a draft that was thought to have not one quarterback in the top five, not or top four, not two quarterbacks in the top four, not three quarterbacks in the top four, but at one point during the offseason, we had four quarterbacks going one, two, three, four. First time it'll ever happen, I believe. And now that's kind of fallen to the wayside. And we've been wondering if we'll have two quarterbacks go in the top five. Like, that's the way the last 24 hours have, have gone. It's been Texans going Levis at number two. 
I understand that. I, I, I understand not going live at all ever again more than I understand the Texans taking Levis at two overall. That makes no yeah. sense to me at all, and I think it's ridiculous. They could do it, but I don't. I don't see why on. I don't see how they could even think like that. The Texans have been too smart throughout this entire process to be taking Levis at two. But then again, you could say, Smitty, what about what you just said? What about talking about Jalen Hurts getting benched and being interviewed? Hey, Jalen, how do you feel about getting benched for Tua Tagovailoa? Like, we never really know. Levis has got a lot of talent. I'm not saying he couldn't prove me wrong, but I don't think he's the number two quarterback in this draft class. I think Hooker's better than Levis for a long-term uh, you know, piece for a team. So that's why if I'm if I'm yeah. a team in the seven to twelve range, I'm loving the idea of Hen and Hooker here. I, I would take Hooker at twelve. The Texans should take Hen and Hooker at twelve if they pass on a quarterback here at two. And they're smart enough because Serio's doing great things in Houston. It would be a pretty you know what would be sweet. Uh, it would be amazing if this team drafted JSN by trading down right here. And they took Hen and Hooker at twelve. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, or they trade two down to take Hen and Hooker, and they take JSN at twelve. Whichever way it works, but JSN and Hen and Hooker might be better than going quarterback here and not getting JSN. You know what I mean? Like Ron, Ron would you yeah, rather have Ron? Would you rather have Hooker? Because you're a, you're a Stroud believer, so I feel like this is a good person to ask. Would you rather have JSN guaranteed because you'd move down a little bit from this too, but not too much? You move to maybe the Falcons, who could maybe go QB. Would you rather have Hennon Hooker and JSN or Stroud and maybe not JSN, but another wide receiver? Hello? Um, oh. Yeah, well, they, here's the, uh, yeah, I do like Stroud, and I think, um, I mean, Mechie's already cleared to come back, so he's, he's a piece right there. I don't think they really need to go. I mean... You know, there's there's a lot of talk out there that there might go Stroud and then go defense with uh, uh, what's his name. I mean, there's that talk out there too. So I'm not sure what use is going to do. But Hooker, you know, um, yeah, if he wouldn't have had that injury, he'd be so much higher in a lot of these teams. But I don't think Atlanta's going to go quarterback. I think Bijan goes but, to Atlanta. But answer, but answer the question, Ron. I think Atlanta blocks but Ron, Ron hold on. Ron, I just want an answer to the question, yeah. though. Would you uh, rather have Stroud and a wide receiver, not JSN, in this draft? Maybe a small chance JSN drops, but would you rather have Stroud and that wide receiver, or would you rather have guaranteed JSN with Hendon Hooker if you're the Texans' decision maker? Man, that's so tough. But it's uh, close enough. Yeah. I mean, I just. The eye test with Hooker is really good. I'd probably you'd have more the value eye to get test Hooker with... and, and Jason. Yeah. Ron says Hooker passed the eye test. <laughs> okay, uh, Vampy, appreciate you being here again. Uh, Space rookie says uh, Hen and Hooker won't be ready until November. That is not actual fact. Factual information, my guy. We've already reported on it. That's cap. That is cap. That is false information there, uh, Space Ricky. We've, we've already reported on it, my man. We've already reported on it. Uh, uh, Hooker could be ready for, for week one. Hennon Hooker. Now, I don't think... Who, who's mumbling in the background right now, over and over? Who's who's doing that? Is that Bruce? Uh, that's or... me, Smitty. I had a... 
Okay, Bruce, go ahead. Yeah. I, let's get your let's get this out of the way because I keep hearing a. <laughs> <All right. laughs> go ahead, Bruce. All right. So here's my thinking: What if the instead of a receiver, what if he told them go up and draft Steve John because I don't like my running back? Are we talking about Lamar all of a sudden the... again? Hold on, let me go back to the NFL yeah. report. Bruce, he's like, he's like, look, let's go back a few steps. Uh, first of all, Space yeah. Ricky again. Uh, Hennon Hooker is going to be 100% cleared by September 1, and he should very much be in play for week one. But a team that goes after him might be okay sitting him for a couple, you know, a month or so. Um, So you're talking yeah, about... He you're, says, give me your... Yeah, you're talking about Baltimore trading up to get Bijan. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, Staten for another running back. Because they say he's like, I don't like JK, I don't like Gus. If there was ever a time to argue that I want this to happen or it was during this negotiation. So it's very, very possible. Lamar said, you take Zach Charbonnet or I'm gone. You know, if Bijan's there, you take him. If not, you take Charbonnet or I'm, I'm not doing it. Or, hey, take Zay Flowers or I'm not doing it. Very possible that he, he said something like that. But given his assessment of Odell Beckham Jr. being his number one target for a, a teammate, I don't know that he he has the foresight, no offense, to see Charbonnet as that running back. Because that's a little bit ahead of the curve type stuff, I think, from a, an, an analysis perspective that these players, unfairly, it, it's, it, it'd be unfair of us to expect them to understand how good Charbonnet is going to be. You know what I mean? So that part probably is a, a pipe dream for us that, that, you know, and I don't even know that I want him in Baltimore. Baltimore would be a pretty decent spot with Lamar there. Because they've been known to run the football well, but they also rotate. I don't know what Munkin's going to do, but I, I I don't know if I don't know if it's going to be Charbonnet. I think your argument of hey, tr- if Bijan's there, take him. And there's a possibility Bijan falls because we've heard him falling all the way to 26. We've heard him go. He's going number three to the Cardinals. We've heard him say there's no way he's going past the Falcons. We hear that all day today. He's going to the Falcons. He's going to the Falcons. He's going to the Bears. He's going to the Eagles. All three of these teams think they're getting him 100%. And and one of them should. The way that this is vibing out right now, it feels like Bijan's not slipping past these three teams right here, which we are here for. It. It's what we want. It's going to make us ear-to-ear grin. These are the top RB landing spots in fantasy football. Chicago, Philly, the Bengals, the Bills, and Atlanta Falcons. If we get Bijan, Gibbs, and Charbonnet all going to one of these teams, we are going to celebrate beyond celebrate. We might even do a 24-hour live stream celebration if all four, all three of these guys land in these locations, mix or match doesn't matter. These are the places that we want them to be. Um, as far as what the Ravens could commit to Lamar, I don't think they can commit much other than, hey, we'll do what we can. You know, it's I, it's not going to be one of those things where, hey, you're getting Bijan. They can't really control that, especially, you know, it's hard to to, to trade up anyway. So we'll, we'll see. I, I, Brucey, I believe maybe a conversation was had. What, Ron? I think the Ravens, I, I think it's a high possibility the Ravens uh, get Flowers. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's the, I agree with that, Ron. Flowers at 21 or 22. He, he's probably going, I think, by that pick, by those two picks. I really want Flowers to the Chargers, but Flowers feels like a Raven. Like, you, pick, you close your eyes and you picture what wide, wide receivers announced. It's either Hyatt or Flowers to me. I feel like maybe they look at Quentin Johnson, though, to give Lamar... 
something a little different, you know. But I think, you know, Odell and Flowers, that's also that's all of a sudden a pretty formidable wide receiver crew, and there's some reason to get a little more excited about Lamar. So F- Flowers to 20, at 21 to the Chargers or 22, those are the most likely landing spots. The Giants would be interesting too, Zay Flowers to the Giants, but um, hopefully he yeah, doesn't go to the – Hopefully he doesn't go to the Dallas Cowboys or something. You know, like I I don't want flower I don't want flowers to go there. Uh the Bengals will be interesting because they may take a wide receiver in smart fashion. It would be kind of like at first, like, oh crap, how are all those wide receivers gonna exist and burrow to the moon if he gets a flowers or Quentin Johnson? But look, Higgins is not locked into place for the long term yet. There's still a big problem there. And the Bengals, you know, right now are talking like we're not in the business. Is I think almost the exact quote that the Bengals have used as a staff. We're not in the business of getting rid of good players. We're in the business of keeping good players. That was talked. About, that's how Higgins. That's how Higgins. Yeah, that's how Higgins was talked about. And so the Bengals are looking, in my opinion, ahead. And yeah, it could be tight end. It could be maybe Mayer's gone by then, of course, but. Maybe Kincaid or Mayer is sitting there floating around. Probably not. Darnell Washington, six foot seven, he'd make a good fit too. But I think they're they're gonna be in anticipation mode to give Burrow continued support that mirrors the support he has now in anticipation that they can't keep T. Higgins. Because T. Higgins is gonna want Lamar Jackson money now. <laughs> He's gonna look at this and go, I don't care if I'm a wide receiver. I want a two hundred and sixty million dollar deal as well. And so, there's a little concern that, that T. Higgins is going to be hard to retain. And so, look for that to happen. Sir Handsome, appreciate you becoming a member. Um, Gannon Pump just gifted 10. Uh, who did? Gannon Styles. Gannon Styles gifted, let's see here. Uh... Let's see. Yeah, you got one from Gannon. Where's Where's Gannon? Gannon, Gannon. Let me let, let me try and pull this on screen. Gannon, appreciate you. Gannon gifted ten YouTube exclusive memberships. Gannon to the moon. Gannon, standing ovation. Gannon, appreciate you. Let's let that play out so people understand what happens when someone like Gannon comes in and gives ten exclusive memberships. It literally has spacemen dancing all over the screen for the next two three minutes. Uh, there's the the link if anybody wants to become a YouTube exclusive member. Wow, what what a what a, what a lot know, of information. Uh, real quickly, Ron, let's go to Tyler. Let's go to Tyler. He's been waiting real patiently. Tyler, I'm sorry I've left you on hold almost half the show. Uh, what could I do for you, Tyler? You're live. No, you're good. Just my feelings on that Lamar thing. I think. Lamar just took the rave and said, nobody's looking at me. I might as well sign something. And might as well sign Lamar is saying, hey, it's either you or Holly. I love we're going to start the year with because we can't find anybody better than Lamar. I might as well sign and... something. <laughs> I love that description you have there, Tyler. I might as well sign something. Well, $260 million deal. He looked, I'm bored. He looked around. Nobody yeah. wants. Nobody wanted him. Which so is weird. He's like, hey, I either start playing football or take my chance somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, he Lamar was definitely backed into a corner. It was just so odd. It's really odd that the Ravens were sitting in the same corner still. 
like scared as well. Yeah. You know, like that's an ironic. Um, I think what it is is it's a. Yeah, it's a snap in professional football in his life. It's a combination of of like like Ron said, the Ravens being backed in a corner, and saying this NFL draft is these teams are going to make decisions based on whether to skip a quarterback, and if they do, they're very much going to be interested in Lamar. We got to do it now, and Lamar is sitting here going. I think Lamar was worried as well, even though he seems very nonchalant about it, and his mom doesn't care. Let his mom's just sitting there in the kitchen, firing out the the meatballs and, and meatloaf, just waiting for that that yellow rotary phone to ring and just be like, "Yep, is it higher than Deshaun's?" And we don't want it. All right, the, the meatloaf's ready. She just they don't care at all. This is why they probably yeah, this this is how I said when my mom returned that year old piece of meat to the grocery store. The manager was like at first, "Ma'am." This is a year-old piece so of meat. So now these other teams are just making decisions on blind luck. Yeah. So, ma'am, this is a year-old piece of meat. And my mom said, okay, but it tastes funny. And the guy's like, ma'am, you've had it in the fridge for a year. Of course it tastes funny. It wasn't in the fridge a full year. She took it in and out. I forget the whole exact story. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been, it would have smelled if it was in there the whole year. But this this woman tried to, she cooked it. My mom cooked it. A year old piece of meat, been in and out of the freezer, the freezer. And she tried to force the manager to taste it. And he finally just said, Oh, I don't just here's your money back. Just take your money back. She didn't listen to to anything he was saying. I just picture Lamar's mom being cool, calm, collective. They called her up. They offered her something that they thought was going to be a good deal. She's like, is it, is it Watson's money? No, we don't want it. Meatloaf's ready, everyone. This woman was stone cold, didn't hesitate. Mama Lamar, agent of the year. Um, I already said my apologies to her. I still think at the end of the day, we don't know if this will work out for Lamar. Would he have gotten the same amount of money going to another team if he had an agent? You know, like I think Drew Rosenhaus could have worked up a very similar deal, if not better, in a situation where Lamar was maybe set up better. But we'll find out. Maybe Lamar gets Zay Flowers and he'll be set up better than we think. I just we haven't seen him succeed in you Baltimore. You got all the players coming out. You got all the players coming and out then, right now. Texting Lamar, congratulating him. Derek Card, you deserve every penny. Yep. Ingram, they're all all the players are coming out, so they're. I just uh, if Lamar had an impact, had an impact. It's crazy. Lamar had an impact. It's crazy that Lamar didn't get a single offer sheet. I'm still dumbfounded by it. I'm still there's no way to even there's no way to even um contemplate like or, or uh, uh comprehend it. How one not one team said, "Hey, the Falcons, Arthur Blank, shooting blanks." This guy went out there and insulted Lamar. He went out there and said, "This is you know, in order to get a quarterback, you need a quarterback to be on the field." And he just literally wanted Deshaun Watson so badly. He was willing to overpay for Deshaun Watson, go get Deshaun Watson at any cost. Didn't know that the same thing was being talked about in Cleveland, and they were going to one up everybody in the in the eleventh hour. But this team wanted Deshaun Watson. Arthur Blank wanted Deshaun Watson, and yet he doesn't want Lamar. It was head scratching when we, we our fantasy football hearts were broken. The day we heard the Falcons were out on Lamar because that was the only place to go. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. I can't even make make sense of a lot of what happened with this Lamar situation because none of it's really logical. And it's not even logical to see the Ravens cave 
and give him what he wants when there's not on a single offer sheet. It's just the pressure of the NFL draft and these teams are on the on the back side of the draft and what they might do. But at the end of the day, Lamar got what he wanted. He got the money he wanted. Now let's just see if Baltimore turns out to be the place he should have went. And that, that will be very much contingent on this 22 overall pick, and I'm open-minded to see what they do. Uh, let's real quickly. And then one more thing. All right, Tyler. How big is the if B. John Robinson ends up in, like, the Falcons, how big of a hit is that if, like, he doesn't end up in, say, like, the Eagles? Well, I mean, we love the Falcons. We love the Falcons. They're on the board as, as one of the top landing spots. They're at the bottom of it because I think every – I mean, it's pretty obvious why I like Chicago better than the Atlanta Falcons. They got fields. They got an offense that's going to matriculate the football down the field on the regular. Philadelphia has Jalen Hurts. They're going to move that football down the field in the red zone on the regular. The Bengals, they live in the red zone. That's where they live. I don't the know Falcons that the Bengals don't. have ever been in a non-red zone situation in my entire life. And then the Buffalo Bills, same thing. Quarterback Josh Allen. What is in common with all these elite top five, top four quarterbacks in these situations? Atlanta has Ritter. So they're in a tier break below, but they're still an amazing landing spot. So to to your to answer your question in full, young man, Tyler, I would say that I love the Falcons. I think everybody here loves the Falcons as a landing spot. But I think most of us, most of us like the Bears, Eagles, you know, obviously the Buffalo Bills and Bengals, but that's not going to happen unless they trade up. Those are better landing spots, probably. And we don't want to say bye to Algier quite yet, but the Falcons are one of those situations where, like, if if I had to tell you on the clock, you've got to accept the Falcons as Bijan's landing spot right now or take the risk in the 11 to 21 overall range. You would say, give me the Falcons. Give me the Falcons now. I don't care. You know, if you're telling me, you guarantee me he's going to the Falcons or I run the risk of him falling and he goes to New England or he falls and he goes to Tampa or he falls and he goes to the Dallas Cowboys because there's some kind of thing that happens and he just doesn't go and we're all scratching our head and we're like, oh my God. Like if anybody doesn't think we couldn't sit here during the entire first round today and we'll be live by the way and go, oh my God, Bijan didn't go. Oh my God, Bijan didn't go. If you think that is impossible then you haven't watched an NFL draft in recent years because anything can happen and any player can take a tumble. News could break on Bijan. Oh, he failed some kind of a questionnaire that they gave him. Like, you don't even know what could trigger some kind of fall. Uh, he was in some kind of uh, dispute, altercation. You know, these are all just, I'm just making things up. But those things can cause all kinds of tumbles. So if if you sit here and say, uh, Smitty, you'll guarantee me the Falcons you take it. You just take it. That's a top five landing spot, even though it's number five. It's it's a guaranteed place where he could thrive. He's got you got you got Ritter coming up. We'll see what he does. But if they don't, if Ritter's not the answer, guess what? They're gonna be bad, and they're gonna bring in a quarterback. And you've got Drake London. You've got Kyle Pitts. You got Bijan Robinson. This team's gonna be pretty good if they land Bijan. Even with Ritter, they're gonna be pretty good. I think. Um, oh, we've yeah. got Bijan. Opens up Pitts and uh, London for Ritter. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a no-brainer there. I mean, London and Pitts are going to go off with Bijan on their team. Yeah, the 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 team will start to get better immediately, and and they'll they'll bring in a quarterback. That'll bring in a quarter, even if it takes a year. Bijan's still going to have a massive uh, amount of volume and be very very good. Uh, let's go to uh, Cali Loco. Cali Loco, what's up, pal? Hey, great show, Smitty, as always. Uh, 
Hats off to Mama Lamar. She yeah. won the chicken battle. To the moon. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. We're talking about uh, the uh, piece of meat, but uh, I imagine her like in a uh, big rig truck and going head on, and, and she didn't turn left. She just kept going straight, and the, uh, and the ravens turned right. Yeah. You know? Uh, that, uh, also, you know, uh, <laughs> you know be, this gets... You know be funny? Ahead, I'm sorry. I say, you know be funny if his mom had literally nothing to do with it. <laughs> the Ravens are just like, you, you know, like it's kind of like, hey, Lamar, we're going to offer you. And Lamar's just like, like my mom, Lamar's act, like, yeah, I, I want to, Deshaun wants some money. And they're just like, G- just give give him this contract. He's going to accept this. Just give him this contract. Let's go ahead. And, like, I, I, I highly, I don't know how the, how crazy the negotiations probably were. <laughs> <laughs> they probably just had a number. He probably Maybe was this doing is... it himself, you know. Yeah, but, but he, he put it out there for the mom to take pressure off himself. But uh, I, I also, you know, I, I, I also wonder if like he had to have somebody on a on some sort of legal level. Like, you know, maybe he didn't have an agent, but he had to have somebody that's going to help him read through this contract, help him go through. Like, he had to have had somebody that had some knowledge on it. But, I mean, look, he got it done. He got it done. Again, the question would be, is would his agent have got enough to make up to pay for himself? You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I, yeah. I don't feel, honestly, I don't feel wrong in that the players shouldn't be doing this with a quarter million dollar deal. Lamar, Lamar, even though it worked out, Lamar Jackson still should have been focusing on the things that, you know, that I would, if I, as a player, I would want to focus on. And that's why guys like Odell have an agent. They don't want to deal with all this stuff. Some people do. Some people want to save every little bit, but a guy like Drew Rosenhaus would have probably got the same deal plus his amount on top of it and got it done really early on. So I, I yeah. it's a victory in a sense, but I think also people that are going to assume this is the new way, it's not It's not that simple. Just because he signed a big deal doesn't mean he couldn't have signed a bigger deal, doesn't mean he couldn't have been in a better spot. It, doesn't, it ultimately doesn't decide anything for me until we get out of this NFL draft and we know what wide receiver room he has. Because if it's just Odell, and, and, this is a failure to me. And sometimes it creates bad blood. You know, like when he's trying to do the negotiating himself, you get too emotional about it. I know you've talked about this before, you know, and then now you got bad feelings, whereas the agent can, and the nitty-gritty of the contract, as you're working through it, you're not doing daily battles and getting upset. And that's the other thing. But he needed a guarantee because of his physical play. And I thought last year, him sitting out, that was a bad look, you know. So hopefully yeah. now he's got he's got his money. That's not going to happen because you know, you know, you gotta you gotta be out there like uh, Mahomes, my homeboy. You gotta be out there when it's payday time. You know, I mean, hurt or not, whatever you gotta do. Uh, that was a bad look. We, so we got a couple. We'll that we got a couple people that want to put Mama Lamar on the movement list. Um, <laughs> do, do, she could drive the rocket. You know what I mean? Do we she need to? The truck. Do we need to put her in the window yeah. of the of the shuttle? Put her in the window. Or, you know, or, if or got a, a, a picture of her. Does she need to be? Do we need to call it Moon Men and Lamar's mom? The Moon Men list she, and Lamar's mom. Or does she or just she become? Or she could be, you know, at NASA. She could be at NASA. You know, they had the guys in the white shirts with a tie. Yeah, she, you know, she, she could be at NASA with a headset. You yeah, know, she's giving basically orders. Going to be like. Uh, control, we're sending the shuttle up now. <laughs> Fire up the moon yeah. list. The moon men dropping loads in All outer right. space. Thank you, Smitty. All right. Great show. Callie, appreciate right, you, pal. Later. Bye. All right, guys, I'm going to head out. Uh, Ron, you got any final thoughts? I'm going to head out, come back. 185 yeah, of you in here. Thumb I, I up. Think, I, I think we... 
I think we need an intervention. And um, uh, 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 Swaggy and, um, and, and our boy uh, Fire, um, I think they've been taking trips out to the field, picking some wild mushrooms and eating them. That's why they come in with their delusional takes on the on 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 the Steelers and stuff. So, so yeah, they got to stay off. We got we got to have an intervention. They got to stop taking those uh, wild mushrooms, eating them, and being delusional. Well, all, um, all, all I know, know is eat the Bills. The Bills have been through so many so many um, coaches over the years, and they're zero for four in the Super Bowl, and and um, and. Jack and now Colin. we go to Cleveland. How many coaches have they been through? And they don't even have anything to put in their trophy case because they have no Super Bowl wins. So stop being delusional. Stop eating those mushrooms, and I'll see you later. All right, Ron. Appreciate you. Later, pal. Uh, uh, Jack, call in if you want to add anything. Um, you were on hold, and I think you might have dropped off. I maybe made you wait too long. Or did, did you did you maybe talk? I don't think you talked. So dial in real quick. Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham Jr., J.K. Dobbins. I'm staying away from the whole team. Until the draft's over, I'm going to have a really harsh reality for everybody. At least my perspective. I could be wrong. But my perspective is not going to be a positive one for Lamar if they exit this NFL draft without a big offensive piece at 22 overall. I'm not going to be excited like everybody else. This is the same old, same old. If Lamar goes back to Baltimore with Odell, and that's all he's got, this is the same old, same old. And just because he got a big, fat contract doesn't make him good in Baltimore. And everyone in Baltimore is going to be so excited. Everyone in Baltimore is going to be so thrilled and excited about this and excited about that. We're back. Lamar Jackson's the best. He got paid like a big dog, so he is a big dog. Lamar Jackson has a new offense he's got to learn. He needs a wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't count. Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't count as a wide receiver one. I hate to break it to you, Lamar. So I hope to God you, Mama Lamar, scheduled in that this number two overall is going to be a wide receiver. And if it is, then we have some some stuff to talk about. Uh, all right, I'll be back a little later. Jack, I'm waiting for you to call in. I don't know if you tried. Try one more time. If you are, I'll wait for you one second. I know you you wanted to say something. Uh, but I agree with Jack. I'm not I'm not excited right now until I see them draft this guy. Uh, guys, I'm live every single time news breaks. Every single time news. Look at this thing right here. Live whenever news breaks. I'm live Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means tonight at 7 p.m. we go live. Why? We're covering the NFL draft. But instead of going live for seven, from 7 p.m. to like 8.30, hour and a half, hour, two hours, whatever we do, we, we, we definitely don't We kind of do what we want every single day, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. It's an hour show. It's a two-hour show. It's a three-hour. It just depends. I'm live Thursday, Friday, Saturday, for every week mock draft marathons and live drafts, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Tuesday's turning into the Panic Chamber Graveyard Show. Okay, so every Tuesday night moving forward will be the Panic Chamber. Daily uploads on top of all this, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mock draft marathon nights, live whenever news breaks, Monday through Friday. I will see you all. Looks like Jack will call in tonight. I will see you all later tonight for the Mock mock draft for the live 2023 NFL draft watch party. Here's the draft tracker. We're getting ready for it. Get excited. Get ready. I'm ready. You're ready. Let's all 
rumble into the 7 p.m. show ready to watch one of the most exciting drafts you've ever seen in your life because Bijan Robinson's ready to be sent to the moon, and I'm excited for it. You're excited for it. Let's roll. I'm going to go eat. I'm going to fuel up as uh, whoever said. Go eat, says Jack. All right. Bijan going to 12 to Houston. I don't think Kenny, he's last in there, but you never know. I think he's going in one of those uh, spots we've been talking about right here, bro. Right here. 8, 9, 10. Bijan Rowe. Bijan Rowe is going to end up being true. Bijan Rowe is going to end up being true. Ron Navy dropping a $20 hauler. Can we get some Ron Navy emojis in the chat, please? Ron Navy always helping keep the lights on. I will be highly disappointed if we don't get the Voss calling tonight. I'll, I'll message him and ho- hopefully the Voss will call in. Voss, if you're watching right now, call in, bro. Tonight, we need you. See you all in T-minus one hour and five minutes for the six-hour straight live stream. Oh, I got to make it rain for Ron Navy because he dropped a $20 holler. Ron Navy! Appreciate you. Be back here, guys, in one hour. We're going live. Hit that thumb up button your way out the door. 131 thumbs up. I appreciate that. 133. 154 of you still watching in case I come back. Um, Be back here in one hour. We're, we're going live for six straight hours. Six straight hours of live draft coverage begins in one hour. Do it live. subscribe button if you're new and wipe your feet at the door. This man, Jameer Gibbs, he looks better than Kamara looked coming out of college, more prepared to become Kamara. Schmitty, did you just say Gibbs was more prepared to become Kamara than Alvin Kamara was prepared to become Kamara? <laughs> no People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed.